Hello and welcome to another quick fix, our shorter episodes where we pick just one song to riff on because it is particularly gay. This episode we discuss Heaven is a Place on Earth by iconic ally Belinda Carlisle, which was released in 1987 by MCA. If you have time, we recommend watching San Junipero from season three of Black Mirror before listening to this episode because we talk about it a lot. We also recommend just, like, listening to the song right before playing an episode of Quick Fix as, like, a fun exercise, but, yeah, do whatever you gotta do. Enjoy! record now okay luckily after what i just said yeah i'm on record as well did you say that before we did um oh that's right um ask me a question and i i have to answer really really quickly what is your favorite episode of black mirror other than san junipero uh no you always ask me once i have to really (laughs) think about it but um okay i'll do a really should i do a quick one just do a quick fire one what was the last thing you ate uh, gyoza. Oh, bitch. Okay, mm. very good. Yeah, yummy. Um, okay, well, there's our there's our timestamp. There's our marking point. Um, episode three, QF. QF okay. of AF. Before we head into the discussion, um, I have had some strongly worded feedback in the emails. Um, wow. About <laughs> everyone, look, everyone is loving these quick fixes and they can't wait to hear when they're going to get their next quick fix. But one deep friend of the pod did um, raise that because the, the idea being that these songs are, I, I guess, with everything that we do with oral fixation, there's something queer about the song. Um, she asked, because uh, last episode we obviously spoke about um, the song for Mucha, um <laughs> and had a great gay old time chatting for the best part of 25 minutes about it. Um, I don't think we actually once addressed why <laughs> why it might be queer. <laughs> I think we just sort of spoke about <laughs> the fact that we loved the song. Um, but Mitch is queer. Um, Mucha. Groove Armada. Um... Yeah. Just, yeah, it's about thing to me. Yeah, it's about uh, it's about uh, being feeling rejected. It's about, yeah, it's about a scorned g- girl just being fucked off in Finsbury Park, listening to Prince <laughs> singing hot thing. Like one, who's the supposed friend of the pod? Oh, Two, oh, do oh, they make the name rules? And shame. I will. Do oh, they make the rules? Um, feedback sorry the the Scorpio jumped out and the Pisces moon now recognises that um, there's gratitude for the feedback and good call and um, you you've got 25 minutes of why Belinda Carlisle's Heaven is a Place on Earth is queer coming up 
Oh, is it 25? I thought it was just a 15, but it ends up becoming oh, 25. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so go yeah. on then. Why is this queer? Um, Why is it not? <laughs> Quite frankly. Well, I do. Well, I... Okay, something else that we didn't... I don't know if we did in Song for Mucha, but um, we defo did for... Oh, what what's the, the gayest part of the song? Yeah, let's yeah. always do what's the gayest part of That's the song. That's what I've I was thinking. For, I've got it for this. Oh, well, my one for this one is the... Dun, dun, not the first one, but the in the middle. Dun, 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 that oh, bit. that's lovely, that one. I do love that. I love, I love oh, that Oh, but the key change is, sorry, you're going to say the key change, aren't you? It's the motherfucking key change. It's the key like, change. Key changes key are change. gay. Key changes West are gay. Westlife getting off their stalls is gay. It's gay, like, but this is changes. also... Um, Perhaps the most iconic key change of all time, no? Oh, it's stunning. And um, it really reaffirms that while B... What does she actually say? Baby, I was afraid before. I'm not afraid anymore. It's the... It's the... Oh, the empowerment of not being afraid anymore to embrace whatever this is, your love, your life, your destiny, mm. the ride, the D. It's so um, all-encompassing and it doesn't... And I'm immediately transported to the dance floor at Palms on Oxford Don't, Road. Don't, cry. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't have discussed Summer Rain. <laughs> Shout out to Summer Rain. I would Bible not have been able to get through a quick fix on Summer Rain because it's too it's too hard to listen to it. Yeah, um, it's because I rough. missed that I missed that dance floor in Palms too much. Um, for those of you guys not um, privy to Sydney's gay um, nightlife, Palms is the best 100 square <laughs> feet in um, Sydney. It's a it's consistently listed in best clubs of the world. Yeah, it um, is. Actually, funnily enough, it's fitting for this episode because I actually think, the way I describe it to people is it's kind of like a Black Mirror episode where <laughs> you, <laughs> it's this kind of, I don't know, virtual reality whereby everyone you've ever said no to on a dating app... <laughs> Is in is in this room, <laughs> so it's this kind of you know um, torture. But then it's also every best song you've ever heard in your entire your favorite songs from every single era of your life are also being played throughout. So it's this incredibly um, joyful experience mixed with the kind of like ducking and diving of having to avoid. Um, the um, the the lowest ebbs in the wading pool that is uh, your Western Sydney. dating life, <laughs> Sydney gay dating life. Thank you very much. You've got um, your bad Jeffs. You've got <laughs> your. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. Um, now, now let's let's really colour this picture even more vividly than that amazing description you just gave. What would be like? Let's do like five other must. Um, listens at Palms. You've got If You Summer Could Rain. Read My Mind if you by Ultranate. Um, what's that, that one that they play a lot? Um, Young Divas. Do you know that um, one? 
No. This time I know it's for it's real. For, oh, oh, the cover of the Donna Summer original. Yes, yeah, yeah, but oh, it, but it's the it has to be the Young Divas Summer. version. Okay, um, fair enough. Uh, I'd also say, um, well, like, um, there's often. Bring It All Back, S Club 7 is a favourite there. Let's Bring It All Back. There's, There's Always um, Stronger is always a, a favourite there. And uh, an earlier, often when we go there a bit earlier, when we're just jonesing for a dance, I've heard um, What Do I Have To Do by Kylie Minogue a few times. Yeah, so that's that's Palms for you guys. And and there's, do you know what? There's a Palms in every gay village. There's a Palms. Um, in Manchester, it was Thompson's. Have you been to Thompson's okay. in Manchester? I don't think I have. Stunning. Stunning. Um, I, I'm going to get this wrong, but I think when I was a student there, so six months ago, um, it was <laughs> three pounds for a triple. Three pounds for a triple Stop it. <laughs> That's 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 promoting alcohol abuse, surely. Yeah. Um, Drew, why we've got a bit ahead of ourselves here? I know, darling. Why we're just so excited because this is such—it's that bitch. It's that. This is that bitch. Why? Why do you think heaven is a place on earth? Speaks to you, Drew Twaddle, and then and why do you think it's queer? I think that heaven is a place on earth is queer because Diane Keaton directed the music video. Got it. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. If that's not queer, <laughs> what else? That, I mean, the whole video is just cookery. Um, but I think it's queer because it, speak, it's, it's, um, it speaks to, as we've said so often on this podcast, um, joy and triumph. It's just euphoric. It's it is just, euphoric. It's that moment of like, for literally from the first bar, from the first, oh. uh, like, you, now, I, I just get uh, shivers. Uh, it's so hard not to jump ahead here, but that ooh almost suggests the slamming of a car door. <gasps> well, before... should we just, let's just get into it then. Oh, so we've always known heaven is a place on earth, right? It's it's that song. It's, it could often be found at wedding discos, like we've talked about before. It, it's, it could well, be, I'd but... say for me, I mean, it's very wedding disco, but it's also for me. It's definitely um, Magic FM. It's Magic FM, but for me, it's a go-to karaoke. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, well, you said that was some determination. <laughs> I think I I'm pretty sure I performed this in. Um, Cebu, doll. You love performing quick fixes at karaoke <laughs> and having them recorded <laughs> by exes. <laughs> there were no exes um, in Cebu. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just joking. Yeah, I just, I'm just lolling, remembering uh, someone recording Lady Marmalade. Anyway, whatever. So um, it's, it's look, it's been in our conscience though. It's, it's everyone kind of knows heaven is a place on earth, but. Um, in season three of Black Mirror, there's a specific episode, which I'm sure many of the people listening are already aware of, called San Junipero. Um, and the storyline of San Junipero is... Um, oh, young... hold up, though. Hold up, hold up. Yeah. Shall we not do spoilers? Well, it's really hard not to. It is really beautiful, isn't it? Okay. Um, well, look, is I also can't what? guarantee that what? Everyone... What? Let's Let's... Let's talk about it, but we'll say right here, right now, if you haven't watched that episode, um, we'd really, really 
implore you to and would rather yeah. you pause the podcast now, go go and watch it and then come back to this. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also I, I think I actually that's a really good point. And I also think I can say what I want to say without spoiling the storyline, in that um this episode reveals itself to be quite strongly queer, and the song is used in um such a triumphant euphoric scene that the song has actually now become intertwined with that episode for me, kind of forevermore. I, I, I um, agree. Yeah, it's the same for me. I, I used to, I always, yeah. I always liked the song. I always liked this song, but now I love this song. Correct. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, it, it's changed for a lot of people. I know it's certainly changed for Shah. Um, it's, it, yeah, I think um, that kind of sealed the deal in placing Heaven is a Place on Earth in that queer canon. Mm. Um, such a clever, incredible episode. And to this day, uh, I mean, there's so many amazing episodes of Black Mirror, but I love that that one in particular to this day is still the only episode I believe, happy to be corrected, but the only one that I know of which ends on a positive. Well, it has a happy ending, that episode. There's one other, there's some end on positive notes, but this one is kind of like unequivocally positive. Like, um, there's another dating one in the fourth series that ends well. And then like the weird Star Trek one, I think, I guess, ends well. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but and this was Charlie the... Brooker, who is not a queer man, was very clear about this episode, about queer themes ending positively even though that kind of breaks some of the rules of black mirror as an anthology tv show and separately um from one music stand to another i think he kind of blew a big chunk of this episode's budget on securing the rights to the array of incredible 80s songs throughout the entire episode and they're all full of like secret meaning that it's so like the the way that music's used in this episode is so good um, yes. And I think I remember seeing an interview with him where he said um, that as soon as he... As, as someone suggested Heaven is a Place on Earth for the moment that we're talking about. And as soon as he heard mm. it, he, he just thought, like, it cannot be... I, I will spend all the money I have using, like, getting this song because we cannot use any other song because it's just so lyrically so perfect. Lyrically so perfect, so euphoric, but it actually took me a while. I I received all the feels. I felt the feels way before I even clicked onto like the. I'm not even going to say the hidden meaning of the lyrics. I'm going to say the quite obvious meaning of the lyrics of heaven being a place on earth, and that's mm-hmm. the most I'll probably say in spoiler territory. It took me a while to figure that out. At first, I was just feeling those kind of like euphoric vibes from the nature of the scene um yeah look it's hard to say this, but it, i feel like if you've seen the episode you have to be picking up what we're putting down um and uh, we've got it um is there anything you want to say about that episode specifically um well i just um the only thing i wanted to uh, other thing i wanted to say about that episode is that just to go back to what you were saying before you are quite right in that i think it was the first black mirror episode to not and quite bleakly. And I think the reason that um, I was um, watching an interview with Charlie Brooker earlier, and I think he said the reason he wanted to do that is because Black Mirror has always... The the thing about Black Mirror is that it's unpredictable. And because um, this is season three now of of Black Mirror and it had been sort of quite un... um, quite scrupulously... not scrupulously... um, relentlessly uh, bleak, 
that yes. were, and that that was becoming predictable. They wanted to do something that was unpredictable in um, sort of switching it on its head and being a um, uh, a happy ending. And originally, it had been a heterosexual couple. Um, but as right. as the episode sort of got written more and more, it became clear to Charlie that he wanted to um, tell a deeper story. And in making these characters queer, um, he was able to kind of add more, he said, more realism to it um, and provide this kind of um, alternate, alternate universe where there was a world in which queer people could be more kind of um could could relive their youth in in this instance in the 80s and be Mm. sort of more open which would never have been able to sort of happen in the past Mm. um and yeah it's just i mean black mirror is i i stand it so hard i love it i think it's so clever and this is definitely my favorite episode um Absolutely. Yeah. I, I stand Charlie Brooker. I think um, what a clever, amazing man to have built this legacy. Um, I actually also just love um, the lineage of um, kind of alternate universe um, anthology series, which make you kind of think things that you don't usually think when you're watching TV, because it all kind of started. Did you ever watch like, the old episodes of The Twilight Zone? No. So Black Mirror is a direct descendant of yeah, The Twilight Zone. Yeah, so it was yeah. this 50s, 60s anthology show where every episode was about a different story. But they were always kind of about, like, metaphors. So there's that really yeah, um, yeah. famous one where I think I might slightly mess it up, but it's all about... Um, there's something about, um, like, people having plastic surgery to try and to kind of look more beautiful, but then it's revealed that they're, like... The people, the really, really um, shallow, awful people are like, they have like natural like pig's faces or something. So it's kind of like this talk about like, you know, um, being in, uh, ugly on the inside. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. They, they all kind of started with that. And Black Mirror nails it for, for the modern age. But it's also interesting that you, when you just mentioned that he felt like people were getting a bit, it was easy to get a bit predictable Black Mirror by season three. Um, even season three um, was produced and recorded, released before Trump was in office. Mm. Um, And there has to come a point where satire um, can't be any more satirical than real life when real life is so effed up. So I feel like the natural way for for something like Black Mirror to go when when someone like Donald Trump is in the White House is to be more positive. Yeah. Because that's... Yeah, anyway, it's effed up. Um, Looking forward to seeing the um, super upbeat and positive episodes (laughs) of Black Mirror coming out in 2021. Yes, yes. Um, the the television equivalent of Heaven is a Place on Earth. Mm. Um, and also we love Connie Huck. Um, but anyway, so going back... Probably more than Charlie Brooker. <laughs> yeah. Um, she actually wrote one of the episodes. To get back to the song... Oh, which one? Um, the kind of X Factory one where they have to... You have to, like, get points on <laughs> your bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to get points on your bike and then you can, like, perform and then the girl, like, weirdly becomes, like, this kind of cam girl... And it's it's the it's the guy from Get Out, right? Yes, okay, yes, Get um, Out guy, yes, Get Out. Um, um, so, oh, Get Out this... by JoJo coming soon to, to Quick Fix. Coming very soon. Um, um, so, Andy, you said when we were talking about this, you said to me, I can't remember your exact wording, but you said something like, "You feel like this song is up there with Domo." Yes, I would place it with Domo. So what, what, I've, I've crept on about this a few times. What, what, 
our, in our kind of like Domo Hall of Fame. There's obviously Domo. There's Domo. Run Away With Me by Carly Rae. There's Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. Um, did, you, in, did you put Into You by Ariana there as well? Possibly, although I don't think it kind of hits the feels in this specific kind of parameter I'm imagining in my head. Mm. Um, Into You gets me in the bussy, it doesn't get me in the heart. Gotcha. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where these get me in the heart. These get me in the core. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it really is up there. Um, now, this song was the beginning of the songwriting career for a man called Rick Knowles, um, who to this day is a prolific songwriter and actually is kind of responsible for at least the first four albums, and she's only up to album five, of um, Miss Lana Del Rey. Oh, so I he I is the most prolific songwriter um, with Lana Del Rey, um, and he also wrote a handful of songs on Ray of Light. So oh. he wrote "The Power of Goodbye." Um, he wrote "Loud Places" for Jamie XX and Romy XX. Okay, well, who um, else did he? What else did he do? I want to like check out some of. There's some, some really random star. songs. He, do you know uh. "Green Light" by John Legend? Uh, I only know Green Light by Beyonce and Green Light by Lord. No, you, so you know the two most important. Well, the third yeah. most important is also a banger. Okay. Um, and a really honourable mention to Sand in My Shoes by Dido. <gasps> oh, she'd gone yeah. on holiday, hadn't she? And she, she had to come back to reality, but she always had those memories of that lovely trip that she took. Yeah, yeah, that really lovely trip. Uh, shout out to like, I, no, no shout out to Sand in My Shoes. I can't stand Sand in My Shoes. That's, <laughs> sorry, that's, um, that's Sand in My Actual Shoes, not the song. <laughs> um, Andy, before we, well, we've, we've, we've sort of, is there anything, is there anything other sort of that you want to discuss before I mention something that I want to mention? No, uh, I'll, but the last point I have to make is that, um, in kind of bittersweet um, queer sparring, the song was nominated for the Grammy Award for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance in 1988, but lost to Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody, open brackets, who loves me, close brackets. Now, I also think that that, strong, that song is a very strong contender oh, for it is. a it's QF. A um, and, that, and that fits for me in that kind of externally euphoric song but actually very melancholy lyrics and um kind of a bit sad on the inside good for whitney, um, so yeah. good for whitney Sorry. yeah so, like can't i don't know who i'd pick between the two that's kind of all i've got to say and um, what about you well the only other thing i wanted to say was that um belinda carlisle is in fact an iconic ally um she and is. she has this like really gorgeous lovely cute gay son and she's, um, from a really young age, been super, super, like, um, supportive of him and vocal in the media about um, his queerness and has just kind of, like, amplified it. And um, I just wanted to shout her out and thank her for that because I think it's wonderful. Huge shout out to that as an ally. But I am actually going to um, jump in there and say you've just rejogged a memory of reading an interview with Belinda Carlisle in noted queer... Um, publication Attitude magazine from many years ago where she actually spoke quite openly about how not okay she was when her son came out so she wasn't okay from a young age but she oh she really turned I it around was, yeah thought, do you know what maybe this was like um 
at this point he was like in his 20s. And I thought that was... Yeah, I think it was when he was in his teens and he came out and it was that classic kind of mother initially having issues with it and then realising it was the best bloody thing in the world, which is um, a wonderful story often told. Shout out to the new Netflix documentary, Circus of Books. Oh, I need to Um, watch that. Oh, sorry, spoiler. Um, Okay, well, Um. that's everything from me. (laughs) Bye! (laughs) No, that's really lovely. And... And also, she, she, I think um, Belinda Carlisle, well, she used to be in that band, The Go-Go's, didn't she? What did The Go-Go's oh, do? Oh, um, Michelle Fassage stands. Yes. It's not Eternal Flame. That's The Bangles. That's The Bangles. Um, yeah. The Go-Go's were kind of... Um, no, I, I, I couldn't sing you on, but I think they were in the same vein of, like, the B-52s and the kind of, like, maybe early Blondie, kind of that, like, 80s... Was it called yes. New, New Wave? Yeah, like that, like that. And she was in a band with someone called Jane Weedlin, who, um, sorry, Jane, if I pronounce your name wrong, but she does a Brutal very similar um, level of boppery with her song Rush Hour. I might have sent ah. it to you before, but it's not actually... Rush Hour. It gives you very similar feels to this yeah. song, actually, on reflection. So good mm-hmm. for Jane and Belle. Well done, Jane. Um, yeah, very good. Okay, well... Doll. Um, Lovely. Well, anyway, Lovely. Uh, yeah, thanks, Andy. And how are you sort of, how are you doing? We're obviously still um, playing privy to Madame Social Distance's um, cruel, cruel reign. But how, how are you? Um, I, I'm fine. Um, as anyone would um, kind of know from the sufferings they've had to put up with through my social media, mm. I'm... Mm. Um, I'm kind of sort of a fermenting goddess at the moment. Yes. Um, give me a vegetable, I'll ferment it. Um, <laughs> so um, I've got my sauerkraut, so I've got my kimchi, I've got my fermented green tomatoes, I've got... Um, at the Whistle Stop Cafe. At the, um, not quite got to that sapphic level just yet. <laughs> but... Um, Someone told me the other day, they were like, um, when you bite into the green tomatoes, when they're fermented, they'll be fizzy inside. And I was like, oh my God. To be a lesbian, what a joy. Um, There's probably some very confused listeners right now, so I'll just move on. Um, But no, firmly pursuing my career as um, a fermenting, fierce diva. Fermenter? Um, I barely knew her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's that's moi and and et tu et tu exeunt uh stage left um <laughs> yes no i'm good again doing a lot of cookery i yeah last week's really big news was that i um having now moved in with my boyfriend have completely um deep cleaned done inventory on and reorganized um the entire of the downstairs of the house um, which just, including labelling shelves um, to sort of make sure that things are just put in the exact right place. Um, and I, I live. I, I, cannot, I cannot tell you how much happiness and comfort that has brought me. Um, so, What up, yeah. Peter? Does he live? Does he have <laughs> He's a Libra. He doesn't. He, he's fine. You know, I'll, I'll tell he's him fine. how he feels and he'll agree with it. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit um, okay wonderful well that's everything from me um, well, Belinda well, Carlisle is queer so and yeah. yeah thank you again to Belinda and thank you again to Diane 
and, and Diane and Rick and, and all of our gay friends in, in the world um, and Connie Hook. Yeah. Um, all right. See okay, you love fortnight. you, doll. Bye, Bye-bye. sweetheart. Bye. Get up Bye. off of that feet.